Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Rob. You are listening to the Salgado Perspective. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support me, you can go ahead and follow me on social media, Coach Rob S on Connect or Instagram, uh, and the Salgado Perspective on Spotify and TikTok. Today is July 2nd, 2023, day two of me trying to get just a, a little bit of a podcast or message out there every single day. Uh, kind of a weird day, waiting for the thunder to roll in. I think I hear some, some thunder maybe coming through right now. But um, <clears throat> made sure to get, get my activity in in the morning and kind of working throughout the day to get my push-ups and my pull-ups in. So still working on that challenge of doing 1,776 push-ups and pull-ups every week. Um... I was looking for some things to talk to you about today and decided to jump onto a workshop. Uh, thankfully and luckily, I happened to join the four o'clock uh, WW workshop with Coach Gigi. Uh, I wasn't looking for Gigi in particular, but uh, I'm thankful that I bumped into her. Uh, and it was a great workshop. Definitely made me think about some things. Uh, WW is very much on the same page that I have been over the past few days, which is thinking about uh, where we've been over the past six months and looking forward for the next few months. You know, we're right at the midway point. And I was reminded of something that my my freshman basketball coach used to say, and you know, there we are. Uh, I'm going all the way back to my freshman year of high school, 20, almost, uh, almost 30 years ago now. But you know, just as we say, so many of the things that we struggle with were put into our minds at a young age. Well, a lot of the, the, the things that we have inside of us that are, are good uh, and the strength that we need to get out of these difficult situations that we're in uh, or the problems that we're looking to overcome, those things were also put in us as well. Uh, you know, we all have those lessons that we can fall back on or those things that we've overcome that we can look back on and find strength in. You've all heard me say it before. You know, Goggins says uh, it, it's uh, taking things out of the cookie jar, you know, and the cookies are taking time to reflect on your past and remembering your successes, your wins, uh, and putting them in the cookie jar. And whenever you're having dark times in the present moment, you look back to that and you grab a cookie and you remember how awesome you are. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story about my freshman year of basketball and one of the people that had a significant impact on my life. Uh, and I'm thankful for this guy uh, all these years later, you know, and it's, it's almost uh, part of a reason why I became a teacher. You know, initially I, I started teaching because I wanted to coach, um, I haven't really, aside from uh, volunteering as a football coach and coaching some recreational stuff, I haven't had the opportunity to do that on a, on a competitive basis, uh, which would be fun. Uh, but I coach people. And this is a story about my JV basketball coach and some of the things that he taught me, which are being reflected in some of the teachings that WW has for us this week. So right around the midway point, well, you know what, let me, let me not start there. 
our tryouts, you know, I grew up in a, in a pretty competitive area when it came to basketball, you know, so, and I went to a big school. So our freshman tryouts, there were over 100 students trying out for the team. And, you know, the coaches had the, the task of whittling that down to like 13 or 14 players in, in just a couple days. Uh, now I knew I was one of the better players of that group, but, you know, it's hard to show yourself sometimes in just a quick little tryout and you miss a couple shots here and there. You never know what, what can happen, you know? So if you don't, uh, if you don't bring your A game, uh, during a tryout like that, <clears throat> you may miss your chance. Um, so I did what I always do. I was the hardest worker on the court. You know, I, I out-hustled everyone. I played harder defense. I got I got all the rebounds, things like that. And uh, after the first day of practice, the coach comes up to me and he says, you keep playing like that and you might make this team. And I looked at him and I was thinking to myself, you know, I think about it all these years later. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if I had this rational thought then, but I think now, you know, I always played like that. That's who I was. That's who I am. Uh, and I make that distinction because that is definitely who I was back then and that is who I am trying to embody today. You know, I'm not trying to become a megastar, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson always says, be the hardest working person in the room. Um, and that was something that I used to be um, and I, I took pride in uh, and I'm trying to apply that mindset and that mentality to my life today but anyway getting back to the story um i ended up making the team uh and you know we had a really good team we had a lot of great athletes on that team you know the year before we we played in the state championship um cyo league you know for new york and uh should have won that game we were definitely the better team but we played like junk in the first half we ended up losing anyway but flash forward to my freshman year, I made the team, and now I'm one of 13, 14, you know, really good players. And after the seventh game, seventh or eighth game, right at the halfway point of the year, we're 7-0 and or 8-0, and and we got our butts kicked in the next game to, well, I don't want to say the name of the school, but, you know, uh, a powerhouse school in the area. You know, we were competitive with them, and, I, and we probably could have beaten them that year. But they were always good, right? Um, and at the end of the game, coach just ripped us apart. And he says to the teams, like, you know what? We're going to have the two toughest and most hard-nosed practices these next two days. And it happened to be during uh, Thanksgiving break. So we had Thanksgiving off, of course, uh, you know. But And I knew they were going to be tough, tough, tough practices. And he made the claim that he said, I'm starting a whole brand new starting five the next game, and I'm going to base it off of what happens in these next two practices. And I was pissed at that point because I hadn't seen a lick of playing time. So when he said he was coming out with a new starting five, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get this. Uh, and that connects with WW because one of the other things that he always used to say, and it's significant because it was right at the halfway point of the season, uh, one of the other things that he always used to say is the most important time of any game is the first three minutes right after halftime. Because, you know, no matter where you are, whether you're winning 
<clears throat> or you're losing. You know, if you're winning, you get a chance to pedal to the metal and kind of really put your throat on the on the neck of the opposing team. I meant to say, put your foot on the throat of the opposing team. And if you're losing, <clears throat> you get to come back. Uh, if you come back strong and throw a quick one-two punch and let the other team know you're not going away. So either way, winning or losing, those first three minutes set the tone for what's going to happen in the rest of the game. Uh, and right now, we are in the first three minutes of the second half. We are right past the halfway point of the year with it being the beginning of July. So what we do now in these next, I'm going to say, week to two weeks will significantly set the tone for how we're going to be with the rest of our gear. So if there's ever a time for laser-like focus on improving yourself and digging into the journey, focusing on the plan and making sure that slow is steady and steady is fast. And that time is right now. So let me tell you the end of the story though. We start practice, uh, you know, Friday morning. We have two practices, Friday morning and Saturday morning. And, you know, I don't want to get into the details because there's no basketball court here to really show you the drills, but long story short, um, under no circumstances have I ever been the best athlete on any field or court. But for those two days, I was the best competitor. I dominated. Um, I got every loose ball. I got every rebound. When it was my my turn to, to make a big shot, I hit it. When it was my turn to shut down uh, the, other, the other team's best offensive player, I did it. At the end of the two practices, the coach pulled the team around and he says, well, I don't know who, who the new starting five is, but I know there's definitely one person. And everyone just kind of looked at me and coach was like, yeah, Salgado. <laughs> um, and for the rest of the year, that's what I did. I didn't score a lot of points, but I set the tone as to who the leader was on that team. And I was honored uh, at the end of the year, you know, this coach, he he wrote out uh, a sheet, you know, kind of depicting all of the strengths and uh, needed improvements for every player. Uh, and when he came to me, you know, of course, everyone has improvements, but the, one of the things that he said is this team does not have an MVP award, but if it, it did have one, it would go to this player. And... That just meant the world to me because in the beginning I was sitting on the bench, but he gave me the opportunity right at that halfway point, right at this point where we're at right now. He gave me the opportunity to show what I was made of, and I showed him. And, you know, look, that's significant in life too because we work so hard and we focus and, and we, we try to improve on ourselves. Whatever you need inside of you, all of the lessons and all of the fortitude and strength and perseverance, it's already inside of you. So now take your time and think back about it. Think back on what it was and who that person was that you need to tap into. Whatever moment in time that you remember how much of a badass you were and find it and take that little 
little ember that's burning and try to add fuel to it and make it grow and use that fuel for the second half of the year. One of the other things that was said by one of the members um, is that he's thinking of his activity as a part-time job and what he gets from it is his wellness. And, what, and yeah, I, I agree, but it's even it's even more than that. Like it's, I, I feel like it's it's thinking of our wellness as a full-time job. Like our wellness, it's it's who we are, our activity and and what we're consuming, and all of those things. It's all rooted in recognizing that we have to stay engaged and focused and present as often as possible. No one's perfect at it, so I can't say all the time, but as often as possible. And by staying engaged and recognizing where we are and who we are and how we're doing, then we're able to move forward with choice rather than reaction. I suppose I should say we're able to move forward with intention rather than reaction. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I appreciate your time and your support. And I'm going to close with, uh, and I think I'm going to make this a thing because I like it. I'm going to close uh, with this saying, and I'll, I'll explain why. Um, another basketball coach the, the following year <laughs> used to say, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. And <laughs> I'm going to keep that out of it. Uh, moving forward, I'm going to change it uh, to a different way that I've heard it from the show Ted Lasso. So I will give it credit now and, and maybe in the future, uh, but I'll just throw it out there. So if when, whenever you hear me saying this, it's, an, it's a, a nod to the show Ted Lasso. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, smarty pants. I'll talk to you next time.